0: It's Sunday morning, and the neighbors are doing their weekly vacuuming. It drives me crazy. Something about those monstrously loud blasts of noise that randomly come on and shut off just makes me want to scream. Good luck getting a wink of extra sleep once that gets going. On the other hand, I love getting woken up by the sound of kids laughing and playing in the swimming pool. The thing is, the splashing and shrieking in the pool is just as loud as the vacuuming. But one feels like an assault on my brain while the other just reminds me it's the weekend. Violent mechanical sounds like leaf blowers and vacuum cleaners raise anxiety for most people. And similarly, the psychological effect of water sounds seems to be universal.
1: The sounds of waves soothe me, but when coupled by the sound of the wind and occasional fauna, This collective sound just relaxes me and calms any stress or anxiety I am feeling.
2: Listening to the ocean waves
0: crashing against the shore is my favourite sound. It's just so calming and it reminds me of holidays and weekends by the beach.
2: When I have to choose something to listen to and I'm meditating or have trouble sleeping, then I would just pick the sound of crashing waves. I can never get sick of it. It just makes me feel like I'm by the beach with like the sun shining on my back and sand between my toes. I think it's just so therapeutic, especially when I live in Toronto where there's no beach nearby. Drives me absolutely crazy, but that sound just can transport me to my favorite place, Bali or like Hawaii or whatever.
1: What I really enjoy is the collective sounds while at the beach, and I don't mean touristy beaches like Bondi Beach, but those which are quite isolated from cities and roads.
2: What I do is that when the waves build up, I would take a deep breath in. And when it hits its peak and breaks, I exhale. So inhale with the build up and exhale with the crash.
0: In a recent episode, we explored how participating in public spaces can help us feel a greater sense of belonging to the place we live. Well the environmental soundscape affects the way we experience a place, yet we hardly notice it as we go about our everyday lives. In fact, many of us actively try to block it out by sticking noise-cancelling earphones in and listening to our favourite music or throwing on a podcast. Why do we do this? Our surroundings speak to us. Literally. So, as much as we need to see and do in order to fully appreciate a place or time, we have to listen, too. What do the sounds we love say about us, as humans and as individuals? And what can we learn about ourselves by listening more closely to the world? This is some Scuffs a podcast about navigating the perils of our complicated and confusing social world. My name is Thevelle Lee. Let's begin with a sound that all podcast listeners are familiar with, the ad read. This episode is brought to you by Studio which aims to revolutionise the way people view and use headphones. By implementing minimalistic Scandinavian design, Studio has created a collection of sleek earphones that are perfect for your everyday life. Check out its latest product, the Tolf, completely wireless earphones with a battery life of up to 35 hours on the go and a graphene driver for top-notch sound quality. It is compatible with all iPhones and Android devices and automatically pairs with your phone. Use the offer code SUMSCUFFS to get 15% off your purchase at their website, www.sudio.com. Shipping is free. Were you paying attention to that ad or did you let it play in the background as you thought about something else? I find that very often my mind starts to travel when an ad comes on, even though it's playing right into my ears through my nice shiny studio earphones. The same applies to music. Music is the most appreciated and well-defined category of sound. According to the Oxford Dictionary, Music refers to vocal or instrumental sounds, or both, combined in such a way as to produce beauty of form, harmony, and expression of emotion. When I was a teenager, my friends and I used to go to the giant HMV store at the Heron shopping center and sift through racks of CDs. We'd each pick one we really liked, usually judging by the cover art alone and bring the CD to a disc man, put on those huge headphones, and listen through the CD, track by track. We spent hours there, quietly absorbing every note. CDs were expensive, so to us, good music was scarce. The scarcity added to the deliciousness of the experience. We savoured every minute of it. Fast forward to 2019, and music is everywhere. No more hours of browsing physical shelves, hazarding guesses at what we may or may not like. We have all the music in the world in the palm of our hands. We have apps like Spotify and YouTube to flood us with new music that sounds just like our existing playlists. And somehow, because of this increased convenience, I pay less attention now to the music than I used to. I flick on a song that Spotify recommends, and then I let it roll on to the next tune, and then the next. Occasionally, I pause at something I really love and listen to it again. But even then, the music and lyrics don't stick with me the way that they used to when I was a teen. Maybe it's because in the back of my mind, I know that even if I miss the good bits, I can easily find the song again on the internet. I wonder if the abundance of music takes away from the joy that comes with hard earned discovery.
3: I've been thinking about that question a lot actually. And I do think that we have a bigger uh, catalog right now. We have more to listen to. So the things that were popular in the sixties, they're still there and they're still making new music that sounds just like it. But now we have more like ambient stuff where we have music made specifically for background sounds. And to me, that's just kind of beautiful that you, whatever your situation, whatever kind of person you are, there's always music for it. Whereas, let's say our parents, they didn't have too much to choose from. They put on the radio and whatever was theirs, that's what they're listening to.
0: That's Tobias Aufbeck.
3: I'm the product developer at Studio, so I study industrial design, so I plan our catalogue, I design the products and then uh, I spend a lot of time in China developing them.
0: So Tobias knows a thing or two about how people listen to music. And he says an infinite playlist is a good thing, we just need to learn to stop everything else and actually listen to what's playing.
3: You don't just put something on while you do something else. So it could be an, an artist that you follow and then they release a new album. Then just grab a bowl of wine and sit down and just listen to it. Like we, we watch movies. We don't do stuff while we're watching movies. So why not do the same with music? If, if you really want to get into music like that, then I think it's just to to set yourself in a place where you can get immersed in it. So preferably alone or with someone that likes the same kind of music like you and then just listen to it and try to pick out the instruments try to pick out how many singers, is there a background choir Is just try to picture what's going on like what you're hearing and specifically the instrument part because then you you might find like oh there's, there's a piano here I never really heard before so then you can continue asking questions like but why is this piano here? Why? Why is it coming in at this part of the song and not the earlier part of the song? Then you start to actually pay attention to the music and try to see what the artist was trying to to tell.
0: It seems so basic, yet how many of us actually do that? I think the reason we don't is because our objective of putting on that music is not to appreciate it so much as it is to drown out silence. Music? is functional. It isn't so much a piece of art as it is audio wallpaper, pleasantly lining our experience of everyday life without forcing us to think critically about it.
1: I think if it's when it's like silent, (laughs) personally, maybe you feel like you're processing a bit too much thought. (laughs) Yeah. So when you have like a background music, I think it kind of calms you down and it helps you focus a little.
0: That's Chris Ng. I'm
1: the head of e-commerce for Studio. So I basically handle the marketing campaigns we do globally and our e-commerce platform.
0: Chris grew up in Singapore, but now he's based in Sweden because of his job at Studio. He thinks upbringing may have something to do with our discomfort with silence. Cities differ in the types and levels of background noise built into the infrastructure. And just like air pollution or the presence of parks and greenery, they shape our lifestyles and our mindsets.
1: I mean, Sweden is a big country with like not a lot of population. So there are a lot of places where it's like really silent, like there is nothing going on.
0: Tobias loves the silence.
3: I don't know if my perspective is skewed a bit since I am a Swede, but I'm always searching for those quiet moments. so I, even when looking for an apartment I just want to know is it quiet at night because I just want to come home and I want it to be like go back to it being quiet so that's I see the quietness as being the baseline how it should be and all the noises are just I don't know if you could call it add-ons <laughs> but it's <laughs> uh, the soundtrack of the city I guess.
0: Chris however is more used to the buzz of traffic construction and karaoke in the night that you get in Singapore.
1: I feel like in Singapore, it's a bit hard to go somewhere that's like absolutely quiet. So you kind of get used to that. Maybe in Singapore, we have a higher tolerance for noise.
0: So on the one hand, it makes sense that we've become habituated to noisy environments and feel more comfortable in noise than in silence. On the other hand, it seems like we're still trying to drown it out with more noise albeit a more organised, pleasing kind of noise. We often prefer music to other kinds of noise because of its structure and predictability. As humans, we like discovering patterns and rules to govern the otherwise chaotic universe around us. And music is full of these rules, with rhythm and harmony to guide our brains. In fact, so powerful is the effect of background music on the brain That when surgeons played their favourite music while performing an operation, their accuracy and efficiency improved significantly. I get anxious in crowds, and I use music to block out the throngs of people on the train at peak hour, or swarming in a shopping centre. It quite literally acts as a sound barrier. And it is the perfect oral cocoon for when the outside world gets too much for my senses to handle. Music serves a real functional benefit. It could be key to our cognitive and emotional well-being, even if we aren't paying full attention to it.
1: It, maybe I, went too far down this I guess road. it might be kind of weird, but One my favourite sound hour. is my, my, just the sound of yeah, people talking.
0: It. So I like It'll having a You're video or a uh, podcast or something I just probably, going yeah, in the background. It
2: It kind of
0: reminds me of when I was growing up and I shared a room with my siblings. There was always noise going on. Somebody was talking about something and it just kind of felt homey to always have a voice kind of going along in the background. Speech is another type of sound that is functional, but its function demands our full attention in order for it to serve its purpose, which is to communicate an abstract idea. But even then we don't give it our full attention. Sometimes we give it the same treatment as we do music. The irony is that listening to something like a podcast is a deliberate attempt to block out the richness of a full sonic experience of doing your dishes, or taking the MRT train to work, or whatever it is you do while you're playing my voice in the background. There are so many sounds in our environment that compete for our attention, whether it's the rumble of the car engine or the rustling of the leaves in the wind. Collectively, we think of these sounds as just background noise, and I think they're highly underappreciated. I say this because they exist quietly in the periphery of daily life, comforting us, soothing us, never once demanding for us to take notice. For some of us, music, in a particular context, at a particular time, could be that background noise. The soundtrack of a moment that lay almost beyond our perception. You know that feeling when you're kind of dozing off in a car and the sound of the radio kind of like intermittently hits you so you're like fading in and out of sleep and I'm not sure why, but it always sounds the best, you know, as the car rolls on and, and this is just in the background, Yeah, it just feels like, you know, when you were a kid and you knew that you would be safe in the car with the person who was driving and that you were going to get home safe. Heavy rain, the pitter-patter of the rain, the howling wind, and you know the thunder in the distance. They all together sound like an orchestra to me, sort of menacing, but then again they also come together very harmoniously and it just makes me really calm and relaxed somehow. some sounds, like the sound of waves or water, seem to be universally appealing. Studies have found that listening to ocean waves and waterfalls can lower stress hormone and anxiety levels. That's because we evolved to think of water as a source of sustenance, where we can go to rejuvenate, where we find plant and animal life. But other sounds bear much more personal significance.
1: So, my favorite sound, uh, it's wooden wood, uh, very specifically dice on a backgammon board. It's a very clunk sort of sound it makes. Uh, it's not the most gentle sound, uh, it's, it's it's quite abrupt. But the reason why I like it is because uh, when I was living in Amsterdam and I said 15 people, we all got along, we all uh, really friendly with each other, and we all decided to pick up backgammon. And uh, through this backgammon game, we all bonded and we all just got closer and it became just the thing to do. So even now, when I meet any of those friends, we, we have to play backgammon. It's just part of the process. The sound makes me feel warm. It makes me feel at home. Okay, so this is gonna sound slightly psychopathic, but I like the sound of things burning the crackle the pop and generally it makes me feel relaxed and there's that feeling of success in starting a fire
2: Let me get back!
1: Get out! Don't tell me now, we're good for nothing! I'm a teacher so she doesn't have a failure like you!
2: It's 12.33 a.m. right now, and I will say this sound is particularly comforting,
0: and that is the ticking of a clock in the dead of the night. I grew up in a household where sudden outbursts of fights between my parents was something I would dread, and I wouldn't know when it would come or how long it would last. All I remember is hoping for time to pass and for peace and quiet to resume. So for me, the ticking of a clock, especially in the middle of the night, calms me down, soothes my anxieties from the day
2: and reminds me that no matter what I'm going through, this too shall pass.
3: I think it's all about with associations.
0: That's Tobias, the product designer from Studio whom we heard from earlier.
3: Starting the coffee machine in the morning, hearing, the, hearing it boil, or when everything's just calm on a Sunday, just adding the perfect song. Like, I don't know what it is, but when you wake up and you just feel like this is the moment for this song. And then you put it on and everything just clicks. I think that's the perfect sound.
1: Yeah, it's like the emotion it brings for you, right?
0: What is your perfect sound? What does it mean to you? And have you been paying attention to how all the other sounds around you make you feel? If you haven't, start right now. Take off your earphones and stop to listen to what the world is saying to you. Or leave your earphones in, put on a familiar song, and let it speak to you in a new way. You've been listening to some scuffs. Special thanks to Tobias and Chris from the studio team. They first got me thinking about our relationships with sound and noise, and you should totally check out their latest product, the Tall True wireless earphones. I have a pair, and they're super gorgeous and sleek, and really handy. Just a pair of wireless earbuds that fit into this little egg-shaped charging case that fits very snugly in the palm of your hand and they deliver great quality audio. And don't forget to use the offer code SUMSCUFFS to get 15% off your purchase at their website www.sudio.com You may also notice that like, I had severe vocal fry this episode because I had to record it while I was having the flu. But please forgive me and it's ironic I know considering that this episode is all about sound. But yeah, thank you for bearing with me. And thank you to all the wonderful friends who contributed their thoughts in this episode. I love you guys. Theme music for this podcast was by Sobs. And sound design was by Lee Jaron.